Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes and gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven
sorely disappointed at the lack of kissing in this movie. Spoiler right? alert. Mm, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of affection given. <laughs> but uh but that's okay because we're not alone to watch this masterpiece. Oh my god, should I put on a bra? Eh, nah, I don't think Eddie minds. Welcome Eddie. Should I should I put on a bra? Eh, no. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, no. You know what? It's the 4th of July weekend. Let him run free. Woo! Sounds <laughs> good to, to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh no the soundboard comes out <laughs> uh, yeah guys thank you for uh for having me on here for this uh this lovely movie yeah absolutely thanks oh, for joining yeah. us uh was this your first time watching kiss of death oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> my first time watching it it's uh wow Boy, it's a movie, isn't it? It sure yeah. is. <laughs> this was also my first time watching this movie, and I am disappointed I've not seen this movie sooner. <laughs> I watched it once about ten years ago, and was like, I, I, I just read the description. And it was about like, oh yeah, you know, this uh, guy going undercover against a psychotic mobster, and then in parentheses, Nicolas Cage. I'm like, what? Sold. <laughs> yeah, that's all you need to say. And then, and then I saw a picture and saw it was like roided out. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. I saw him in a white track suit roided out. And I'm like, oh, I've got to pick this movie. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, Steve. Yes. We are far too sober to be doing this movie. Oh. What do you got for me? Well, let's see. Uh, oh, looks like I've got a, uh, a root beer. Ooh. Ooh. Dad's old fashioned root beer. America's premier root beer. In a glass bottle. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. Let me to pop my top. Whoops. Sorry. Hold well, on. It's a good thing you got them in a glass bottle because uh, I really hate the taste of metal in my mouth. <laughs> Don't suck uh, on this cap. <laughs> and the top. Is it a twist off? It might not. You know what? It is not a twist off. Steve's <laughs> trying to twist it to a pop top. Uh, there are top pop toppers. Top poppers? Top poppers. A top popper. That works. Oh! All of the cats immediately are staring. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that wasn't working the other day when we were doing this, so... <laughs> oh, I guess it was a twist up. Weird. And, and the pour over the music. Oh, that's a beautiful dark brown beverage with a dark khaki head that dissipates quickly. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, you definitely get some of the vanilla right off the top. It's got that sweetness. And then, uh, yeah, finishes with that wintergreen. Delightful. Steve's gone in for the sip. Yeah, just nice, uh, nice rich root beer. Mm-hmm. Sorry, make sure I don't spill it here, setting it down. <laughs> Very well balanced. Gotta yeah. like a dad's root beer. Yeah, check it out. It's probably uh, probably get a twelve pack at your local grocery store. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, Eddie, are you drinking anything on your end? Yeah, I am actually. So right now, I've got a can of Golden Road Brewing Pineapple Cart. It is Ooh. a pineapple wheat ale with blood orange and strawberry. In a can, though, because I don't mind the taste of metal in oh, my mouth. His top. <laughs> it's good. Good and pineapple-y. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had this on here, on this her podcast a few weeks ago. It is delicious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely check it out, Golden Road Brewing. Oh, so Kiss of Death from director Barbette Schroeder. 
<laughs> Who's she, Steve? <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for asking. Uh, she is the director of Barfly. The, uh, isn't that the movie that basically made Mickey Rourke like a household name? I think so. Back in the day. Uh, single white female. Yeah. This, before and after. Wait, before and after. Is that the, like, Rosie O'Donnell and, like, a bunch of girls as, like, adults and kids and... Eddie? You could tell me that, and I would probably agree. I have okay. no clue, though. <laughs> there are girls and adults and kids. Sold. No, it, like, jumps between, like, it, like they're, like, reminiscing, like, oh, remember back when we were 10 years old? Uh, oh, no, that's like, called yeah. Beaches. Mm, well. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think I saw that movie. Isn't that the one where there's the killer clown that's invading all of their lives and, and taking them out, and they have to come back as kids well spoiler alert oh uh, yeah and then they have to have a big orgy to uh to free themselves Uh, from the curse of the clown i haven't seen it too i'm really hoping that scene's not in there (laughs) i'm gonna go ahead and spoiler alert for you it's not oh good (laughs) they uh they they tastefully decided to decline that scene yeah that's well, she also directed uh, Desperate Measures. Uh, you might remember with Michael Keaton and Andy Garcia. It's a uh, oh yeah, a lot like Saw John Q, if I remember right, where it's like Michael Keaton's kid is like about to die in a hospital, and he doesn't have money for like a heart transplant, so he takes the hospital hostage or something oh, like that. Yeah. Uh, and Murder by Numbers, starring good old Sandy Bullock. Yeah. I think I saw that one. Isn't that the one where they have to get some math person to help catch a serial killer? Yeah. Yeah, that's one of them. (laughs) (laughs) It inspired three TV shows? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Uh, But the story comes from Elazar Lipsky. Who's they? Who's he, Steve? (laughs) It's a cool Uh, name. Yeah, uh, wrote a novel, uh, the 1947 movie. And The People Against O'Hara, an old Spencer Tracy movie. Mm. But the uh, screenplay was adapted by Richard Price, uh, the writer of The Color of Money, Sea of Love, Mad Dog and Glory, uh, of course this, Clockers, Ransom, The 2000 Shaft, five episodes of The Wire, and a bunch of other TV stuff. So, Mm. yeah. A little little pedigree there. I see Mad Dog and Glory, that's uh, Pfeiffer? Isn't she in that? don't remember i think she's glory i don't know <laughs> i think she's mad dog oh yeah mad dog pfeiffer that's right <laughs> i'd watch it but of course the reason we're watching is this month sir nicholas cage as yeah! little junior brown little Ooh, junior that is brown. not where this pedigree ends though is it steve no 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 there is also david caruso <gasps> samuel l jackson <gasps> Helen Hunt, Michael Rappaport, Stanley Tucci, and Ving Rhames. Oh, the Tucci himself? <laughs> Basically half the cast of Pulp Fiction, joining half the cast of Twister, and I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on paper, this is a great movie. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm... I mean, you've, you've, got a, you've got a great cast here that you're working with. You've got David Caruso, which, I mean, talk about star power right yeah. there yeah you've got michael rapaport i mean great and then nick cage what's what, what's not to love academy award winner and sam jackson and helen and hunt sam jackson. Yep. and helen hunt of course helen hunt tooch. who's <laughs> woefully underutilized oh yeah she woefully is, it's basically a cameo she has in this movie just about yeah but uh all right so the movie starts off 
with a nice little uh, i don't know crane shot of a junkyard next to what i thought was a bart station or like a bart line i thought it was a bart line too and i'm like oh they're down in oakland by that west oakland stop apparently they're in new york or well yeah because if you go uh just like 200 yards to the left that's where they're trying to bury jason Voorhees' bones (gasps) i knew it excellent And uh, we we go to uh, Caruso and Helen Hunt's apartment. They're a married couple. Uh, you know they're they're having l- little financial troubles and stuff. You get a little back and forth between them. Oh, and, and the uh, the neighbor kid is up to watch the baby because uh, they because uh, they've got a meeting to go to. Yeah, I, I have a I have a question. Mm-hmm. How old is the babysitter supposed to be? Because at the beginning I'm like, okay, she's supposed to be like sixteen or seventeen or something like that, but. Halfway through the yeah. movie, it, it turns, and I'm like... I yeah. thought that she was in college. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I, I kind of thought she was, like, I don't know, like, 20. All right. I mean, she wasn't David Caruso years old, but, you know. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> but, yeah, that was just a little weird when it turned later on, and I'm like, oh, no. No, mm-hmm, no, David, mm-hmm. David. Come on, man. <laughs> but uh, But, anyway... Yeah, they, they work something out uh, where, like, David Caruso's going to watch his daughter while she goes to a meeting or something like that. Uh, but then his cousin Michael Rappaport shows up, and he's in trouble, man. He's in trouble. Little Junior Brown's going to fucking kill him. We gotta, oh, I, I got to call in a favor, oh, man. Who I was need the- a driver. Am I the driver? Bailed. I need you to be my driver. Yeah, remember who was there for you when your dad was beating you? We got a nice little exposition of uh, David Caruso's backstory there. It was like... All right. Look, um, I just got out. My wife's not going to wait for me again. <laughs> yeah. So two Look, hours, man. Two hours. And if you need a driver in this movie, don't you go with Mr. Gone in 60 Seconds himself, Nick Cage? I right? Mean, he should be the one doing this. <laughs> well, as we find out shortly after this, Nicolas Cage has uh, <laughs> has not quite reached that point. That, yeah, that was after, right? That was like 2000? Yeah, this is obviously yeah. the prequel. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, yeah. Because right now, he's, uh, he's really into I mean, fitness. Uh, despite having asthma and, um, I don't know, a bit of a, a bit of an anger problem. I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah. The, the character choice of him having asthma is actually because Nicolas Cage's, uh, son, I believe has asthma. So Ooh. he's like, I'm going to make that kind of a character trait to, to, in, in the honor of the kid. But then I don't, I don't know. You're not really playing a very honorable person here. Yeah, I, I was waiting for that to be like the way at the end of the movie, like he kills him without actually like shooting him in the head or something like that. But <laughs> yeah, then the, then it would then it would have led to something. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> alas, <laughs> spoiler alert, it does. <laughs> but it's always weird when he's like like trying to be like intimidating to somebody, and all of a sudden he's like, hold on a sec. <sighs> yeah, and then later on he sprays it in the clown's face and tells him it's battery acid. <laughs> wait it's president clown's face yeah it oh oh geez okay I'm like, wait, i must have missed that part i must have got up to pee or something but yeah so they meet uh, little junior brown he's basically like all right we got these was like three or four trucks uh i gotta take them out to the dock don't get caught blah 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 and one of the drivers you know the, the reason they need dave crusoe is one guy showed up and he was just fucking blotto drunk like oh yeah (laughs) like how did he get into that cab yeah (laughs) did he drive it there (laughs) was he just sitting drinking in the cab beforehand you know for a career criminal he was very unprofessional at work oh totally 
Showing up <laughs> drunk? I mean, that's going to go on his review. Right? Ugh. And that Corley review comes up. He may just get tossed out of there onto the fucking <gasps> ground. I, that Some stuntman, like, took a lump for that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that was... It fucking hurt. Yeah. You had a nice little thap to it when he <laughs> was like, oh, well, he's dead. That's cool. <laughs> But you know, then David Caruso was like, ah, come on, buddy, you ride shotgun here, sleep it off or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's right. And this, and this is when uh, Michael Rappaport says, man, you know what your problem is? You're a liberal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Just him being nice to the, like, the drunk, possibly dead guy. <laughs> yeah. It like, came from the uh, Super Tramp song. They'll start calling you a radical, a liberal. You gotta sing it a little bit. Maybe. More. Yeah, yeah, here. <laughs> I don't have the backing track. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, they go a nice little big convoy across this great land. Uh, they pull up to the docks, but. Uh, well, they, they got a long way to go in a short time to get there. They're gonna do what they say can't be done. And it turns out it can't be done. <laughs> That's right. No. Old boss hogs are right behind pretty, them. <laughs> pretty terribly, too, by the way. Like. This is like the trappiest trap that ever trapped in the history of traps, right? Like, everybody knew this was a setup going in, except for the criminals. Yeah, it was about as bad as, like, if your eight-year-old is trying to lead you into the house when they're about to have a surprise party. No, Dad, we have to go in over here. Oh, the lights are off? I I, I don't know. Like, it's, dude. I know, yeah, maybe I can go turn them on. Surprise! Wait, 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 wait. So I thought, I'm not going to lie, like, I thought that was going to play in, that, like, they had to set up David Caruso for something, some other part of a con. And I feel like that, like, just would have added so much depth to this. But nope, turns out everybody's just incompetent. Yeah. Yeah, so the cops show up and they're like, hey, I mean, can I see your manifest and blah, blah, blah. And of course, Detective Samuel L. Jackson walks up and is like, hey, David Caruso, nice to meet you. Can I see your manifest? I'm the drug guy. I'm still in the cab. Where's my money? Shut Who in the fuck are you? Shut the fuck up. Who's Harry that guy? Who the, where am I? Where's my money? Where's my shut drink? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's right here, office. Oh, shit. Look, <gasps> he's got a He's a cop! Ah, oh, fuck my head. And Sam Jackson's like, ah, oh, fuck my face. His neck. <laughs> I thought I like, hit him in the cheek. Oh, I thought I hit him he, in like, the, like, the, the chin. He tries to stop the bullet with his hand. No, I think he, like, no, he no, was no. trying to, like... Block the guy's view like, hey, hey, no, drunk guy, look over here. He's trying to Bugs Bunny that shit and stick the finger down the barrel, but can't quite get to it. Exactly. (laughs) He was trying to Matrix it and just stop the bullet in (laughs) midair. Wouldn't that have been a twist in 95? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, Caruso's the one. Uh, (laughs) So weird. But instead... uh, redhead. (laughs) Yeah, start gingers no um, <laughs> but instead yeah the cops like pull everybody out and just start beating the shit out of them and you know like helicopters coming in uh basically uh caruso gets like kicked in the face and then he like wakes up in the hospital <laughs> pretty much <laughs> we've all been yeah, there yeah 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 i mean you know saturday night uh but we're introduced to uh district attorney tucci and uh he, you know, of course, he wants Caruso to, like, turn on everybody. Like, yeah, who did this job for you? You know it wasn't a legit job, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, of course, the mob lawyer, Matthew Modine's there. They're like, no, nah, don't say a fucking word. We got you. You'll, you'll don't ser- worry, we take care of our own. You'll serve two years, maybe yeah, three. I think Tucci's had, like, one note about his character's motivation, and that's just bad guy. Because in every scene, you're like, well, that, there's the bad guy right there. See him. Yep, he's bad cop. 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, basically, uh, Caruso's like, uh, all right, I'll I'll go to jail, serve my time. Just need to make sure you know my wife and kid are taken care of. Um, and when they first say like one hundred and fifty dollars a week, I'm like, ooh, six hundred a month. That's like a stimulus package. That's not, not, not even. Even that's a little more than that. Ooh, right? Yeah. Like, that doesn't even cover childcare, does it? Nope. Yeah, and I, I also like, it's like, make sure my wife's taken care of. So who who am I going to get to be the, the person to take care of her? The guy who busted in on us a couple of, like, nights ago Yeah. to say, like, he's in big trouble. Like, he can't take care of himself. That's the dude you're going to have in charge of, like, keeping everything above board? Like, what the f- just bad decisions Wait, The guy who probably set me up? Yeah. The yeah. guy who's still in yeah. deep with Little Junior, too. Like, I'm sure Little Junior wasn't like, oh, man, you guys got busted and didn't get my money. Well, win some, you lose some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> Shucks. Uh, but instead, uh, yeah, basically like 150 a week. And we find out a little later that it was supposed to be 400 a week. And I guess Michael Rappaport was pocketing the rest. And I was like, yeah. oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you can also have a job working at my garage. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. So now, now, not only he's like double dipping here. He's like, is he, is it, is she earning the 150 a week at the garage? Like what's going on here? No, I think it was like 150 a week. We're like, yeah, this is like the, the hush money. But if you want more than that, you can come work at the shop and, you know, run numbers and cook the books or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, well, we'll find out later that Mike Rappaport is a real jerk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> oh geez. So, yeah, so we get the uh, scene where like a guy shows up at the, the chop shop. Uh, by the way, there's like a stolen cop car at the chop shop. Did anyone else notice right? that when they were like chopping hey, them up? Hey, maybe it's just a decommissioned yeah. cop car. I mean, maybe. Could be. Maybe. I mean, good little interceptor engine in there and stuff. But Yeah, they basically, like, Michael Rappaport is both incompetent and evil, like, to the extreme in this, right? Yeah. He, 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 That's a winning combo. He's out for him. It, but yeah, a guy shows up like a new newish i guess 93 infinity and uh of course rapaport's like suspect like wait you a cop you a cop get the fuck he, like smashes a bottle on his head and he i think stabs him with it a little bit <laughs> stabs him a little yeah, bit like, well i couldn't tell if like it was supposed to be like a stab in the side but yeah he like bashed the bottle over his head and then like punched him in the side got a broken bottle in there right <laughs> yeah but, yeah you know chases the guy off and uh and then, uh, yeah, basically goes in the office and like, in the Helen Hunt's like, like freaking out, like, oh my God, oh my God, I got, I got to go yeah. get back to drinking again. Cause you know, the, all this violence and who, who knew when I married a, a car thief mobster guy like David Caruso, I'd be witness to stuff like this. Oh, yeah. he said he'd given it up forever. Well, I mean, to be fair, when you marry a guy that looks like David Caruso, you just think like, okay, I married a wiener. He's probably going to be like an accountant or something. Yeah, there's no way this guy's involved in like organized Some sort of crime. shamrock factory. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, but yeah, so Michael Airport, he has to go talk to Little Junior um, at, at the club Baby Cakes. <laughs> Woo! By the way, would you guys go to a club called Baby Cakes? I have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm trying to remember the name of the strip club I went to. It was up in Portland, Oregon. I can't remember the name. I think it was Jiggles. I think that was the name of it. 
Yeah, there, there was a, a dancer there that had a, a racing stripe tattooed down her sides. I mean, that's really just making like a class, life choice. Class, class, class. At that point. Class, 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 By the way, okay, uh, as someone who's been to, I'll say, more than three strip clubs in his life. <gasps> I know, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, I dare say more than 20. But oh, uh, You were friends with Scott. Well, you know. <laughs> no, actually, Scott's part of the story. I remember going to uh, a place called Little Darlings in Las Vegas, and that was among the shadier ones. Oh, was that the one you said was just really, really sad? It kind of was. A lot of... A lot of wounds on the dancers and just filled with smoke and stuff. Oh, and God. Th- there's only one place where I was like, I don't really want to go to a strip club there. And that's when I was near LAX a couple years ago, you know, back in my single days. <laughs> they got a lot, yeah. of, a lot of shady looking places yeah. out there by those by the hotels. Yeah. Just, just a, a piece of advice for your listeners. Don't go to a strip club that's near an oh. airport. Just a, just a point of advice. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, usually pretty pretty shady. The, no, the the cool thing that happened at the strip club that I went to, because I've only been to that one one time because oh, I'm right, a good right. boy. And uh, my my buddies bought me a lap dance there. But they're like, uh, they, they tell the dancer apparently like, oh, he's he's really into, you know, metal and stuff. So uh, the, the song that they picked for me is, uh, and it's funny because they were just, just singing along on uh, the grind bin recently. It was a typo negative song called Christian Woman, <laughs> which is famously like 14 minutes yeah. long. <laughs> so I'm like, man, you guys really, you really got the money worth about on that one. You're like, okay, I think I'm done. Thanks, though. It's starting to get a little raw here. <laughs> yeah, the crazy thing was she had pierced nipples and she lit Whoa. them on fire with just like matchsticks oh. between. Yeah, that... I was impressed. I'm like, man, you are earning that money. This is this is a trick. <laughs> I didn't even see the surface she started the matches on, but it was uh, below the belt, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hadn't shaved in day or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so so in your in your limited strip club experience, you didn't see uh, one of the owners uh-huh. bench pressing uh, one of the chicks on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, I Count- did not. Uh, and I also didn't hear the the owner calling someone the F slur. <laughs> oh, I've been there on that. Like, that that I've was been jarring. That before, but yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Or, or, or like calling out to his daddy, like Dad, Dad, I'm gonna go for forty. Watch me, watch me, Daddy. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we see uh, Philip uh, Philip Baker Hall is uh, I guess Big Junior Brown. I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, they they make a point of mentioning that that he's big junior, and it's funny that it's big it's little like a junior shrimp it? or a jumbo shrimp or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, we, we Mike, so Michael Rapport gets there and starts talking to uh, big junior, and little junior kind of steps up, blah blah blah. But then they notice that he brought Helen Hunt along with them, and he's like, "What the what the hell is she doing here?" Like, "Oh yeah, yeah, she came with me. It's cool." Blah, blah, she blah. works for me now. It's my cousin's wife. How's your cold? Uh, you know, how's she holding up? Uh, you know, I'm giving her the four hundred dollars a week. And that's when I was like, just, "You motherfucker!" Just like you told me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and remember too, when he gave her the hundred and fifty bucks, he said, "Oh yeah, that's out of my own pocket. I'm yeah. struggling too." Yeah. Yeah. Horseshit. But. But it, so, which I knew was horseshit anyway, because he was talking when they were on when him and David Cruz were on their way to go, uh, go to the job. He was talking about how he's buying two, three pairs of four hundred dollar a piece shoes because these uh, jobs are just so good. Yeah. 
Okay, and then at this point, uh, Helena, like, she's having a drink. Basically, looks like she's just drinking vodka straight or whatever. But but we just see the one drink. And, and this is where I'm like, wait, did she just continue drinking, get totally, like, blackout drunk? Or was she drugged? Uh, yeah, this is where the story takes a yeah, twist. because basically, like, Michael Rappaport's there, like, reaching around her to, like, pour the vodka and stuff. And she's like, back, back up off me. Goddamn. And then we smash cut to her, like, waking up in bed, like, just hung over or something. And just like, well, where am I? Oh, God. I'm in Michael Rappaport's bed. Oh, yeah. oh so so much semen. Gross, gross, gross. So, but, yeah, maybe she got drugged. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, Eddie, you want to talk about what happens at this point? Well, yeah. So, Michael Rappaport, uh, he's, like, showering <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, th- this is a bizarre move here. Like... You 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 get the the buddy's wife that you're supposed to be taking care of and paying, and she's working for you, and you drug and potentially rape her. We don't know what happened, she but I'm raped. assuming that that's what happened. Yeah, and then but you do it back at your place, and you like put her clothes back on. Like I don't know. There, there's a lot of suspect oh, yeah. shit going on. Well, yeah. So she she gets to she gets in her car because she's got to go wait, her home. Car is here right now, right? Because was it yeah. always at her pl- his place? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I assume I assume they drove that, there I, in it. Like she drove him home, maybe a little drunk or something, and then drugged. Well, she was I drugged. She's unconscious. Oh you no, it was this? in Michael Rappaport's car, wasn't it? Yeah, but her car's there now, so that's fun. So she gets in her car, goes to uh, uh, drive home, and uh, well, she doesn't make yeah. it home. Okay, so this scene here, she's just like. Oh my God, what have I done? Blah, blah, blah. She just like throws it in reverse and just goes into the street without looking back or anything. And I'm like, all right, this is how she dies. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And she's oh, like, sarcastically, he's like, well, this is how she dies. Yep. Yep. And then, it, and then you hear the, uh, yeah. and like the car swerves and she's like, oh shoot, sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then she starts pulling forward yeah. and there's a goddamn truck. like garbage truck coming at her. And she's like, Johnny uh, or whatever David Crusoe's Don. name is and like plows right into it. I'm like, Johnny, what? you're you- my favorite customer. Yeah. Right. That, that's why I was like, maybe she was drugged and just, I don't know, too too dumb to drive at the moment She's or too hungover. She's so distraught or... over what happened. I don't know, but this feels like one of the dumbest, dumbest death scenes I've seen in a long time <laughs> and an absolute waste of Helen Hunt. It feels like it, she had to get to Twister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. She's like, I'm out of here. I got to go to a better movie. <laughs> like, no, See no, no. Ya. We have you written in for like another hour and a half. Nope. nope. I got to go by. Dude, nope. Use the babysitter. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah so uh, so then we cut to like the jail and david caruso gets word and you know we go to the funeral and it's a sad little scene but like david caruso is like suspicious as hell because you know he's hearing from people like oh yeah she died uh, like right in front of uh michael rapaport's yeah. apartment mm-hmm. and, and then the babysitter is like yeah uh, um so that night, she uh, she was supposed to stay late and do some paperwork, but she never came home. I had the baby the whole night. Yep. Yeah. So and they got course. they got to pay a little overtime for the babysitter. Like that's and that hundred and fifty right? a week is that going to cover it? I don't know, man. Maybe so wait, it was back in the nineties. Maybe it was like one of them three bucks an hour babysitters because mm-hmm. you know she's like fourteen. She she's God. I hope she's that, not fourteen. Uh... <laughs> She is 16 and a half. I mean, okay, as long as she's 15 in this scene, she's 18 three years later. Keep that in mind. And that's important. Mm, true, true. <laughs> well, depending upon what state they're in. Yeah, true, true. All right. 
<laughs> no, no, no. She's still if she's still eighteen three years later in all the states. Time works the same. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Uh, so then, uh, so David Caruso, you know, he's obviously like, "What the fuck was she doing at your house, Michael?" Or Rappaport, whatever his name was. Uh, it's like, R- like Ronnie or Ricky. Yeah, yeah, Ronnie. Ronnie. Michael Rappaport. Yeah, I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, that's fine. And then he's instantly like, "I want to turn state's evidence. I want these motherfuckers to fry." <laughs> Tooch, what do you need from me? Wait, so you're just doing this so you can get out early? Oh no, I need to serve my full term. If I get out early, I'm a dead man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I want to see, but I want to see my daughter from time to time. If that's cool. Oh, and you better be a man of honor, by the way, Tooch. Oh yeah, well, just look yeah. at Stanley Tucci. He's obviously a man of honor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, but basically, he like gives enough information to kind of set up Ronnie as the rat with uh, with the, the Browns, big big junior and little junior. Um, big brown and, and little brown and so then we go to uh the junkyard and uh they're chopping up a rolls royce and that's where we see ving rames for the first time as omar and uh, uh little junior is like hey you ever seen a rolls royce get chopped here watch this i gotta take care of some stuff in the office hey uh hey michael rapaport why don't you come with us and by the time michael rapaport gets in there like there's <laughs> like the dexter set up like everything like tarped and you know, garbage bagged. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if I'm walking to a room and I know it's like a garbage bag on the floor. I'm like, Nope. And start running. <laughs> yeah. It really had shades of in snatch when they walk out from the pawn shop and you just see uh brick tops, thugs like oh. zipping up the body bag on their buddy and then the plastic everywhere. Like, yeah, no, oh, yeah, they're all wearing like the ponchos and stuff. Yeah. Too. Not oh, a yeah, good they- place to be. Huh, you guys are all wearing matching ponchos. That's weird. It's like 90 degrees out. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, so wh- they crank what's up. with all the plastic? Oh, is go somebody going to get gacked? Like Nickelodeon? <laughs> is it? Is that... You want some help with that? What can I do to help with that? <laughs> you can't say that on television. <laughs> this does have a weirdly like made-for-TV movie quality about it, doesn't oh, it? God, it does. It does this. I mean, this is just one like bad well, romance away from being a Hallmark movie. What's What's interesting is that the well, director of photography on this actually shot Suspiria, the original fucking Suspiria, oh. which is like, oh wow, you see how beautiful Suspiria is, and then you see this where like time and place and what what time of the day is just suspect constantly. It's like, oh, man, I don't know (laughs) what happened. Cocaine is a hell of a drug, I guess. Yeah, I know why this wasn't on TV a lot, though. Huh. Remember all the uh, baby cake scenes? Um, Oh, yes. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you'd really have to cut around those. No, I'm just saying, like, overall, this movie, like, if you took out a few scenes and changed some of the language, this movie easily could be a made-for-TV movie, though, right? Like, it has the qualities of that? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, with everybody wearing ponchos, uh, they crank up the radio to jump around and make pulp out of uh, Michael Rappaport's face, which was oddly satisfying to watch. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> just beating him to death. Yep, and then just wrapping him up in a garbage bag and uh, duct taping it and, I assume, throwing it in the East River or something. You know, yep. how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> snitches get stitches yeah uh yeah so detective samuel jackson meets up with caruso again uh oh that's right he's like taking him to see his daughter that's yep. right take him to see his daughter and uh gets a couple punches in because you know he's got like the 
I, I, I was so waiting for him to come back with an eye patch and be looking right? like Nick Fury or something. But, oh, yeah. Oh, you, you legitimately were like, wait, is this the Nick Fury uh, origin story? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, are we about yeah, to Captain go into Marvel. a better movie? <laughs> <laughs> the Red Rider. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, no, he would, uh, uh, Caruso would clearly be Carnage, right? He's a redhead. Oh, He's in prison. Oh, he might be crazy. Holy I'm in. crap. I'm in. <laughs> There's still time. Venom 2 hasn't come out yet. <laughs> yes. Can David Caruso get yoked? No. Uh, we can CGI it. <laughs> is he even still on CSI Miami? Is CSI Miami still on? I I assume it's going in like season 34 or something, but... <laughs> I'd have to say... They just say... move it to different towns. I'd have to say... <laughs> Actually, I actually don't know if he is, but I just wanted to hit that again. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, so yeah, he goes to see his daughter, um, and and like at this time, it, you can kind of see that like he's kind of fallen for Rosie, the the babysitter. Like, you know, it's like oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll take care of it. Don't you worry. <laughs> so it, yeah, it's just like hey, let's replace my wife. Like, what the fuck are we even talking? You've been in prison for three. You you haven't even like had a conversation with this girl and all of a sudden it's like i i guess we're just gonna get married like what the yeah, fuck okay i assume because it does the like three years later cut or whatever and then she's like you know yeah you know i've got i've got a job i've got this i got that she's like you got me and it even gives her a look like uh what's that supposed to mean you're you're 18 now right you know so like he's checking the calendar <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm I'm sorry guys, I have to stop here. So I googled uh what is David Cru- you know, David Caruso uh doing now basically. By the way, a lot of like is David Caruso dead? How long has David Caruso been dead? <laughs> uh he is still alive, guys. He only did 10 seasons of CSI Miami, but he was in every single episode. Well, that makes sense. Uh after that went off the air, he decided to retire and uh now he paints. Oh, what? <laughs> Can we get can we get David Caruso originals? Go with our Val Kilmer. That's what I am looking up now. Um, they're weird. Oh yeah, never mind. But uh, yeah, nice. yeah, that's a hell yeah, of a so, career arc. Right. Artists want to be actors, and actors want to be artists. I guess David Caruso paintings for sale. Oh boy, it's like they're between three hundred and four hundred dollars. Mm. Money well spent. <laughs> that's why everybody's checking like how long has he been dead to see if their uh their paintings they bought him appreciated. right <laughs> yeah it looks like it's a bunch of like weird oh i bet they're um they're monotype prints of that weird face i just showed you oh jeez. okay well yeah check it out guys that'd be a good by episode way, of csi by the way is that somebody killed david caruso because they bought a bunch of his paintings and they're trying to make the value <laughs> go up <laughs> That You're actually right. would be a crazy good episode not, on one of the like current seasons. Or, not Horatio. Or like do a crossover, make it a Law and Order uh, episode. Oh, yeah. They stabbed him <laughs> through his eyes with the, the frames of some sunglasses and then went into his brain and like, <laughs> fucking killed him. They teach a parent to go, yeah! <laughs> yeah, they give him a heart attack. It's a it's a complicated plan, but it'll pay off in the <laughs> end. In. By the way, y'all go check out Val Kilmer art. Buy your buy some support support our actor. He's basically he basically only does self portraits, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, pretty much. Whether you want Batman or uh, Doc Holliday or <laughs> I mean, Iceman. you you gotta go Doc or Holliday. Or Mark Twain, his one man show, apparently. Oh yeah, that's right. Good old Samuel Clemens, uh, Jim Morrison. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we cut three years later, but just before uh, he gets out of jail, uh, Tucci wants Little Junior, and he wants uh, uh, David Caruso's help. What's his name? Johnny. Johnny's help to get him. It's David Caruso. It's David Caruso. <laughs> Uh, he's like, I don't know, I don't want to do that. You, you, you just keep holding stuff over my head. I, I want to be free of this. This is bullshit. And Tucci is like, well, what other choices you got? So he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go marry this woman who is of age. Don't look into it. Yeah, don't worry. Um, it's three years later. Yeah, just get married at the courthouse. And then Kid, just like her mom, almost runs into oncoming traffic yeah, what right outside the courthouse. What the fuck was that? She just like ran in front of a car? Like, what are we doing? Also, she's three. Why doesn't anyone have her hand? Right. But then one of the few scenes I remember from this movie is Little Junior grieving. Uh, Eddie, you want to tell us how he grieves? <laughs> Little Junior grieves. Oh, yeah, because his uh, his father his died. died. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's on meth, I think. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I, I believe. And I'm trying to recall the exact scene because the next scene that I have a note on is that he's in a strip club beating the shit out of everybody. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. he's like, like yeah. he's like standing, like doing like jumping jacks or like jumping rope or something. He's like, ah, 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 yeah, like my dad is dead, and then like beating the shit out of some guy who's yeah, like what just the, trying to get a lap dance. What the fuck is it in that poor guy that just you know gets the shit kicked out of him? What the, yeah. what the fuck, man? This is I. I would not go to this strip club. Yeah, right that, that's just not good customer service mm-hmm. you need like like a one legit like cheetahs kind of setup one you know? star review <laughs> yeah nick cage was wearing a white track suit screaming and beating the shit out of a man one star <laughs> yeah, right. luckily i was at the bar at the time <laughs> yeah for real i could have been killed yeah. but what's what's interesting to me is like they never show Nick Cage's character doing any drugs, right? So he's yeah. obviously on cocaine, like all of the cocaine in the world. I think his tracksuit was actually black, but he's just been doing so much coke that it's white. And <laughs> he's clearly acting that way, but we never see him doing any drugs. I'm wondering, is this like Nick Cage's note to the to the director? He's like, yeah, I got to. I mean, I'm going to play it like I'm on drugs, but I'm not on drugs. And they're like, Nick, you, you're you on coke. He's like, yeah, I know, but my character is not on coke. That's <laughs> He's actually my, super... My character's got asthma. All right, fine. What if we say there's like coke mixed in with the asthma? Like, that's not a thing. I mean, is it? By the way, I was also waiting for, for them to be... What movie is it where they're transporting drugs and inhalers? Oh. Oh, shit. Was it actually Lord of War? No, yeah, but something. It was, like that. It was yeah. something. And I it was, was like, like in medical supplies. And, and so whatever. when he was like puffing on the inhaler, I'm like, "Have I seen this movie? Is this that movie?" Because <laughs> I remember that being a thing. Yeah. I know I've seen a movie with that. <laughs> well, the yeah. the non prescription inhalers are basically used to be basically methamphetamine. I mean, it's pseudoephedrine. Speed. Yeah. So so maybe maybe there's a little play to that. I I, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, so, so David Caruso is doing a gone 60 seconds list and just heisting three or four cars with a crew, you know, to make ends meet when now he's out of jail and kind of get in with little junior. Um, but yeah, after, 
after almost stealing a car because you know a dog pops out and scares the shit out of him uh they go to baby cakes and like the guy he was robbing the cars with like basically just expositioning the shit out of it like oh yeah we get all the records from that dmv guy over there getting a lap dance and it's all super super clean uh, oh by the way david caruso's wearing a wire this whole time yeah <laughs> yeah so then uh little junior sees him and uh he like just kind of goes over and starts talking to david caruso and he's like i heard you did three years uh, i heard your wife died too you know, my dad just died. I don't know if you know that. Like, yeah, yeah, I heard you beating the shit out of the guy earlier. And, uh, <laughs> we figured you were in that. mourning. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just, like, kind of commiserating. And I, I don't know. He, he's obviously a little drug, like, uh, Junior's obviously just a little bit, like, drugged up and just kind of like, hey, you're all right. You're all right, man. Uh. And then there's, like, a grabby guy up at one of the, uh, like, stage four or whatever. And so little Junior's got to go take care of that guy. And, mm-hmm. uh, basically he's like, Hey, bring him here. And there he's like, what, uh, you know, it's a tough job up there on that stage. And he's like lighting a cigarette, like <laughs> watching the embers just burn and stuff. Like you got to respect him to get up there doing that in front of assholes like you. And you're like, you, you, you're just like, Oh my God, is he going to like stab him in the hand or flick him in the eye or what, what's he going to yeah. do with the cigarette? Yeah. Smash cut to big man on stage, shaking his Woo! money like John Goodman in Coyote Ugly. Thank God he shaved beforehand. Right? Or was the shaving and waxing part of the punishment? Oh no! Could have been. I'm 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 genuinely glad that's the direction that they they took this. But just just a moment before here though, like Nick Nick Cage was talking about how like he well it's it's better the way your wife went out like it was fast so that's oh, yeah. so that's cool like yeah. what the fuck are you talking that's not how you talk to somebody whose wife just fucking died like what a what a goddamn unhinged i'm starting to think that he might be crazy what no <laughs> what? Well, and, and to be fair she didn't just die she died three years earlier oh right yeah i guess that's okay <laughs> He's had time to cope with it and be like, yeah. yeah, I guess it was a good thing. She, you know, apparently fucked and or got raped by Michael Rappaport and then died in a fiery auto accident. Yeah. 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 Good call there, little junior. So, but, but yeah, I'm absolutely glad that they have the dude go up and do the little dance and kind of shake his ass just, just a little bit. And now. I also love how all the dancers were like, ah, the fuck is this guy getting our money for? This is bullshit. For real. You know? So now they they have another conversation here and maybe, I don't know, maybe it was my copy of this movie that's so easy to find or I don't know what it was. I could barely hear what they were saying. The only note I have is that Nick Cage is not a great actor. (laughs) How dare you? Just in this This... scene. Just in this scene. Okay. Yeah. He's not the best. But (laughs) this Academy Award winner, I think even this year for leaving Las Vegas. (gasps) To be fair, that is a great movie. Fucking great. You, you know, I'm sure it's a great movie. Elizabeth Shue is amazing in it. Yeah. Probably my least favorite Nick Cage movie, though. It's a good movie. Maybe, after, maybe we'll have to watch it again. I think we just need to uh, be completionists and rewatch his entire filmography. Yep. You gotta watch Wild at Heart also. That's Oh, oh we've, we've recently seen that. Yeah. Yeah. We did that a couple months ago. The whole Man. world is just wild at heart. Love that Short movie. Time. The, 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 the most uh, uh, co Parent uh, Lynch movie, I would say. Well, I mean, what does yeah. his jacket represent, though? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gonna go for it, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's cool. This is Lynch. See? 
The snake skin jacket is a sign of my individuality and personal freedom. <laughs> I, we need to make a shirt that has that on it with like some snake print. <laughs> with a snake skin on it. Let's see, where were we? Oh, yeah, so around this time, yeah, David Caruso starts asking, or, you know, says something like, Hey, it's a pretty sweet setup you guys got here. What with the DMV guy and everything. And Little Junior's like, the fuck you say? The fuck are you talking about? And Chris is like, yeah, nothing. I'm just admiring, man. I'm going to go take a shit. I and got then, a like, shit. Instantly, like, <laughs> and then instantly, like, takes the wire off and throws it out the window and stuff. Just in time for Little Junior to come bust in. He's like, where's your wire, motherfucker? I don't even want to got that wire. Ah! I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just a dumbass for prison. I'm sorry. I'm just, a little stressed out. I, I don't know if you know this. My dad just died. Uh, hey, let's go. Let's go for a drive, you and I. Just, just, just a quick little drive. And so, yeah, this is where we get the conversation where he talks about uh, acronyms and uh, yeah. Would... Oh man. <laughs> and his acronym bad B A D <laughs> balls attitude direction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What, what's, what are we what's doing? What's your acronym gonna be? What's your acronym going to be? Oh, was it FAB Fab? or whatever? FAB. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucked at birth or something. Yeah, fucked yeah. at birth. <laughs> like, whoa, I don't need to know about your parents. Too. He's like, just, look, man, that's uh, that's too bad. That That's uh, negative. You don't want it to be negative. You want it to be positive. <laughs> yeah. Be positive, like man. balls, attitude, direction. Balls, <laughs> attitude, direction. So they so they drive to go see Omar, you know, Ving Rhames. Uh, basically, they're doing like an exchange or something, or I don't know what exactly. P- picking up a, a hot car that they've stolen. Um, but uh, Ving Rhames is like high as a motherfucker, and is where he says something like, "No, I don't like that car. It's red. Red's bad luck." And I'm just like, "What is that? Is that really, guys?" Yeah. Uh, I think that was also in used cars. Wasn't one of the guy? <laughs> didn't one of the guys not want to drive a red car? Mm-hmm. Well, I remember in the sixth sense, it was something that that only Bruce Willis's character would interact with. So I can't remember if it's spoiler, spoiler. if it's used cars or Cannonball Run, but one of those like seventies movies involving driving across the desert. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's look it up. Uh, so what happens after this? Uh, oh, Caruso gets a free Red Explorer. Oh, that's right. Oh my yeah. god. So the Red Explorer, spoiler alert, he stays with it the entire movie, and I'm like, yep. he's still driving a stolen car, yeah, right? Yeah. Cops could pick him up at any time. Well, whatever. So he drives this stolen vehicle to go catch up with good old Detective Samuel L. Jackson. Woo! Um, and he's like, hey, I got all this information, but uh, I chucked the wire. He's like, what the fuck did you chuck the wire for? Like, well, it was a good thing, because I got frisked like four times tonight. <laughs> oh, so you're in now, so you can wear your fucking wire. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Why are you raid my ass so hard? Because uh, I can't take my kid to the beach anymore because I got a bullet in my brain. Oh, yeah, because oh. what was it? Like it gives him a headache? Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah and, like his, a migraine eye, in the and sun. his eye leaks uh, like, constantly. I'm going to beat you to death. <laughs> and so Caruso's like, well, wait a minute. You're going to beat me to death? Like, why the fuck did you even request this job? And he's like, well, because I want to I wanna be there to, to be the one to, to do that. So Caruso's like, oh, yeah, well, maybe our next fight won't be a one-way beating. Yeah. Okay. And then I guess we're going to just see a big fight between them, but no? Maybe. Maybe not. No. No. (laughs) Not not the version I saw, that's for sure. (laughs) No, we're we're in the house with the new wife now. Oh, my God. And and we get the greatest exchange ever. 
where she's like, you can't go back to jail. I'm not Bev. I can't live with that. Well, Bev didn't live with it. She's fucking dead. Oh! Oh, That's exactly what he said! (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, uh, and then, like, jumps from, like, okay, uh, you know, I'm wired, blah, 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 smash cut to post-coitus. Yeah, what the fuck? I I feel like we missed a scene in there somewhere. (laughs) Well, you know, they're a great couple because they love intensely and they fight intensely. And that's really what's important. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, shut up while I talk. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so uh, so little Junior, um, I don't know, goes, picks him up or something and they go for a drive. And... uh, (laughs) They go to meet up with uh, Omar again. Mm-hmm. He's just, I don't know, chilling in a Rolls Royce waiting for something. I don't know what. Well, but, yeah, uh, he's Cruz like, said, hey, I got a Rolls Royce for you. You ever you ever buy a Rolls Royce? But the yeah. problem is that yeah. it's red. So so yeah. you go over there and you tell them you're going to sell them a red Rolls Royce, right? And what happens, Eddie? Uh, it doesn't work out. Turns out uh, he goes up to talk to him. He, like, knocks on the window. He's going to do the pardon me. You got any gray poupon? thing and fucking Vin Rames head just explodes why'd you shoot Marvin in the face yeah it was yeah why is it that you shot him in the face it was an accident ah well hey here's some free coke (laughs) yeah yeah here's some free coke by the way he's got like the blood splatter like all over his shirt and stuff and I'm like uh oh this is how they find out about the wire oh shit (laughs) yeah but and, and here's a Okay, so already David Caruso looks like a wiener, right? I don't know who (laughs) the fuck decided, like, how they were going to dress this man. But the idea was, like, okay, we're going to put you in khakis, a playful top, but it's always going to be, like, you're wearing your dad's clothes. Everything's so fucking <laughs> loose on him. And he looks so... Oversized polo. Yeah, like, I guess this is going to make you take up more space. So then people will think you're bigger. But in reality, it just looks like you're swimming in a grown man's jacket. So you just look dinky. <laughs> like, they could have really sw- swapped well, him out with, like, Rick Astley at this point. <laughs> it's the 90s, man. They, uh, obviously, this is part of his character. If he dresses like, a, you know, like a 17-year-old who works at Target, then he's not going to get pulled over by the cops. Yeah, no one's going to question him being married to the babysitter. That makes sense. Exactly. They're just a couple of kids who were dumb when they were young. Uh, We just graduated. Yeah. So... (laughs) Oh, and then on the drive back from this is where we get little Junior confessing that, uh... Yeah, I don't like the taste of metal in my mouth. Uh. <laughs> if these plastic forks, everything else makes me gay. Like, what the fuck? What? Why? What does this matter? Yeah, it doesn't. But Mr. Cage, we're ready to begin filming now. What? Oh shit! Okay, all right. Well, all I guess right. we got it. <laughs> Hold on a sec. <laughs> but yeah, as soon as they uh, stop at Baby Cakes or whatever, Dave Caruso runs to the nearest payphone and starts calling like uh, the the police station, asking for Detective Samuel L. Jackson. And then car pulls up, and like three guys like knock him out and throw him in the back. And it's like, oh shit, this is where he dies. R- so, roll credits, everybody. So like, nope. how many scenes in this movie transition by Caruso's character being taken someplace against his will? Like five or six, it's maybe? just like that. That's, I, I guess, like, 
it's so weird because we're 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 supposed to be along with him, right? He's supposed to be the protagonist. He's the hero. But he really just has no agency through this entire movie. Like everything happens to him. He has no control over literally anything. Like Yeah. What are we what are we doing? But yeah, yeah, he, so he gets abducted again. Yeah, so yeah, so he gets abducted and taken to the docks and it's like, "Oh no, they're going to give him cement shoes or something. This is going to be the end of him." <laughs> Instead, he walks up to a bunch of white guys in suits just screaming at each other. Apparently, Omar was a fed. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Yeah, can't do that. The buyer was a yep. fed. Yep, so now it's like, well, shit, I guess we can just get Little Junior and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you, you're still wearing that uh, wire, right? So they listen to the movie's audio for a minute or so, and then they're like, all right, how are we how are we going to do this? So they know that uh, Caruso's not the one that turned on him. Like, well, I don't think that's an option. <laughs> it's really not. But uh, mm-hmm. so they, yeah, they just raid baby cakes, and uh, Caruso's like on the run with the family and everything, changing changing locations every couple yeah. of days or whatever. And mm-hmm. yeah, just a lot of shit going on. And by now, I uh, think we're on the fifth little girl actor to play his daughter. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, it's like oh she's a couple weeks older now we got to get a different actress is that is that supposed to be his daughter yeah, yeah the old one ran in front of a car <gasps> no and so <laughs> so it's like milo and otis they've just been killing children yeah, oh, this shit. whole fucking movie so now at this oh. point though caruso is finally like worried that maybe living this lifestyle is messing his daughter up. <laughs> yeah he's like i don't know maybe this isn't healthy um Hey, person guarding the little girl, could you, like, play with her on the seesaw for a minute instead of just, like, watching her? Sure, but I'm not putting my gun down. Oh, okay. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, lawyer Matthew Modine, the mob lawyer, he's basically trying to get all the information he can on, like, is it a federal case? Is it a state case? Who's your... Who's your witnesses? You know, what, what do you have on us? Blah, blah, blah. You can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just a whole bunch of, like, oh, my God, what... This this is the law system, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh god! But then, uh, yeah, the guy the guy watching the girl gets distracted by these girls that like pull up and like, hey, we're looking for what was it, like Nellyville or some yeah, shit like that. And he's like, we're looking for a better movie. You know where we could go to <laughs> find that? <laughs> oh yeah, you go about five miles down the road. Uh, I don't know, Coyote Ugly might be filming. But uh, yeah, while he's distracted, though, he turns back. And his da- uh, the daughter Karina has been snagged, oh, like, yeah. like like the swing's still swinging, like it's that kind of a thing. And then maybe I- she saw a puppy, yeah, right? And so it- maybe she ran out in front of a car and got hit. Like who? The- <laughs> she she ran behind the car with the girls. <laughs> they just back over. They're dragging her fucking lifeless body. And- I thought it was a rock. <laughs> uh, that'd be dark, but I'd be down for it. Uh, right. Instead, they do like a 30-agent manhunt through the woods, screaming, Corinne! Corinne! Whatever the fuck her name was. But then they find her in the woods, and she has something written on her head. <gasps> boobs. B-A-D. That's not how you spell boobs. Well, that's not. Well, that, because it was bad. That was on her forehead. Remember? Because... I, I, either Little Junior snagged her, or Michael Jackson was in the neighborhood. I don't know. It's, it's kind of vague on that part, but... Yeah, what a, him with his like. I'm glad we established the the acronym thing because man, they they really get some uh, they get some mileage out of it. 
balls, attitude, direction. No, anyways. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be my motto. I need a t-shirt that just says balls, attitude, direction. Well, we can let you know when it's up at untidyvenus.etsy.com or on Redbubble <laughs> or TeePublic or, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so basically their case is like thrown out because they don't want to disclose like all the undercover agents and stuff that are involved and blah, blah, blah. And so then, uh, the, so the feds are out and now Tucci, you know, be, being like the state rep or whatever, he's like, mm. well, yeah, I can try, uh, get him in jail with my evidence, but, uh, no, no, the deal is like, that's right. He, he, they, he doesn't put him in jail in exchange. Tucci becomes a federal judge. Did I, did I understand that? Yeah. Correctly? Basically Tucci's trying to become a federal judge and, and, uh, he, he's effectively doing a favor to Nick Cage to in order to get that to happen uh but yeah and then uh, i've written down he's still driving that stolen red explorer yeah again okay. like <laughs> no one cares about that but whatever <laughs> fuck it yep 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 but uh, yeah so david caruso at this point he's like fuck it i'm gonna take out little junior myself yeah. blah 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 you know hide the kids or whatever but i'm gonna take this stolen car i'm gonna go get a gun on the streets because you know that's easy and then uh but then Detective Samuel L. Jackson stops him. And he's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. You can't do it. Not like this. I thought so you were a man go. of honor. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to see Tucci there at the, I don't know, steps of City Hall or wherever he's hanging out there. He's getting the hot, hot dog, dog stand. stand. Every time they're at the hot dog stand, it's daytime. <laughs> Wait, you, can't, you can't film in City Hall. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically he's like telling Tucci like, what? What the hell, man? I can't believe you struck this deal. And it's like, yeah, uh, do it again, too. That's how I become a judge. Or, I'm an okay prosecutor, but I'm a, could be a great judge. Ugh. Yeah. He's like, I could do I could do more good as a judge, too, Like I, because I have more power. And I'm clearly such a good guy, you know? So instead, he's like, all right, cool. I got to do vigilante justice. And so we, uh, David Caruso calls up uh, Detective Samuel L. Jackson. He's like, hey, how long will it take you to get the baby cakes? Fuck, I don't know, 20 minutes? Why, are you buying me a lap dance or something? He's like, uh, cool, you should get here really quick because I'm about to start some shit. What? No! <laughs> so uh, Crusoe goes into goes in the strip club. Bum, bum, and, of course, bum. Little Junior's there, and he's like, hey, what are you doing here? Uh, you got a lot, of, a lot of nerve showing your face around here. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Nick Cage in this movie is a lot like his character in Deadfall, but just more roided out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny because, uh, like, how Nick Cage got in this shape. He said he ate eight meals a day, right? Oh, and and drank protein shakes on top of that. And, oh, wow. and lifted weights two hours a day, and he did this for eight weeks. Oh, Jesus. Woo! Yeah. Were those weight strippers? <laughs> obviously i I think so i mean he was definitely benching that one it's fucking insane like and then to to have him the dedication to his craft man yeah yeah i mean it's a very uh christian bale approach to acting oh yeah yeah or or like robert de niro yeah (laughs) Uh, but uh so yeah so, so david crusoe basically like shows up and pulls a gun and and uh, he he basically gets the shit beaten out of him. <laughs> Cage was bitching because he's like, who did you tell I didn't like the taste of metal in my mouth? Because while oh, I yeah. was in jail, all they gave me were metal forks and stuff, which they'd never do that. They'd never give you a metal fork in fucking prison. 
He's like, so I had to eat with my fingers. But yeah, then like you said, so Caruso pulls the gun out and he's flailing around like a noodle man. <laughs> he looks ridiculous. <laughs> and he gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then uh, just in time, Detective Samuel L. Jackson shows up. Um, as like uh, little junior was like doing so, oh you know, yeah, he was like beating the shit out of him. They like backhand Sam Jackson. And he's like, oh, you fucked up now. You done hit a cop. Oh, oh shit. shit, you're going to ass packing prison, son. <laughs> and what's handy is that that uh, Cage is trying to get his inhaler because he's having an asthma attack, and the the oh, fat yeah. dancing guy is there. That he that he uh, you know the guy that touched the stripper and he had to do the little strip dance himself. So that dude yep. kicks the inhaler out from from Cage's reach. Such a good move. So that that paid <laughs> right. off. That came back. Hey. <laughs> yeah, see, when that happened, I was like, wait, is that the inhaler or the gun that like went out of the guy's foot? But then yeah, it made sense later. <laughs> I was waiting for him to like be the one that ends up shooting Junior, but yeah. And then Cl- they bolted enough. both the guns to his hands and he went uh, on a killing uh, rampage. Wait, I think that was another movie, babe. That was a better movie. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah harry potter showed up with hands or guns bolted to his he hands. should have just <laughs> shot jk rowling at the end of that movie god i would have loved that anyhow we didn't know then we didn't know then mm-hmm. so, so anyway back in kiss of death uh, or harry potter in the kiss of death or whatever watching. <laughs> i'd watch uh, that movie Granger fixes yeah, the right. kiss of death <laughs> Professor Little Junior, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm going to show you guys how, how to bench press a stripper. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Nick, Nick Cage's Snape would have been awesome. But yeah, you know, Alan Rickman was better. I'll, I'll say it. All right, Pete. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're, oh yeah, so so everybody gets arrested. Uh, well, <laughs> apparently David Caruso also gets arrested because, you know, he was brandishing a firearm. <laughs> And driving a stolen vehicle I mean, at a strip well, club. Yeah. and They don't care about the stolen vehicle. Yeah, just for appearances, they throw him in the back of a squad car. Yeah, and he says that's like his idea. Is He's like, if I don't get arrested, then it looks suspicious. Like, oh, yeah, yeah gee, I guess we'll do it because you insist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no one won't take your cuffs off. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then, yeah, that's uh, that's basically the end of the movie, right? Well, sort of. It it turns out that Caruso was wearing a wire this whole time. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And he got Cage's confession while they were in the club. So he meets up with Tooch in front of the, the uh, uh, Capitol building to go get another hot dog or a knish. And Tooch is <laughs> like, yeah, that's cool. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to run with that information because, you know... It uh, it doesn't behoove me to do that. So then Caruso says, oh, that's fun. Hold on a minute. He does the, the Columbo move, and he uh, pulls right. out. Just uh, one more question. He pulls out <laughs> another tape, and that other tape is the conversation that he had with Tucci saying, yeah, of course I did this shit. That's, I did it so I could become a federal judge. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Caruso's got Tucci. his ass. Got him. <laughs> yeah. So then, yep. So then Caruso walks off, and you see Sam Jackson just like kind of gives him a thumbs up. Like, yeah. Yep, good job. Yep. Yeah, gives him a thumbs up while hiding behind the pillar from Tucci. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, think about think about the boss you hated the most. Done. 
what if, I don't know, somebody who, I don't know, let's say one of your customers who at that job or your clients or whatever, who, you know, had sort of been a general pain in the ass, was able to help catch that boss in a lie and get them fired. Yeah. That's that's basically where Samuel Jackson is. Like, you got to be feeling pretty satisfied. It's like, hey. I thought this guy was kind of a cocksucker, but he took out a bigger cocksucker, so I think he sucks less cocks. <laughs> the enemy, Ooh, my enemy. Web we weave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, Caruso walks off. Doesn't he, like, hop in a car with uh, well, the babysitter? Well, I guess his wife and kid and drive yeah, off or yeah. something. Yeah, he absolutely does. He hops in the stolen car. Yep, yep, the stolen well, explorer now, and drives obviously. off into the yep. sunset. <laughs> Roll credits. Uh, Eddie, would you recommend this movie? So, yeah, I actually would. And and here's why. It's not that long. You can can bust through it pretty quickly. Put it on in the background. Have something else going on, maybe. Um, Or or just like if you're having, you know, some friends over after the weird virus that's killing us all is gone. uh, Put that (laughs) on in the background. It's totally enjoyable. If... It's it's great to just check in every once in a while and be like, wait, what the fuck are they doing right now? This doesn't this doesn't add up to anything. This doesn't make any sense. All right, well, I'm going to check out again and, and go back to, you know, flipping the burgers or something. It's a great Fourth of July movie. <laughs> I'll come back later when I hear strippers at Baby Cakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what's funny is, like, at that point, uh, when we first saw the boobs, and I think we saw, I, I believe my boob count was nine, boobs because we sounds about right yeah we saw eight of them uh and then one woman was like a profile shot so we only saw one but right before that scene my wife's watching it with me and she's like is this like pg-13 because they're at a strip club and they keep cutting it so oh never mind <laughs> here's all the boobs <laughs> there we go hey there okay we go. this is like sort of where it felt a little like uh, made for TV, like maybe not made for you know for like the networks, but you know like, like ma- ma- made for no made for like TBS or something. Yeah, so it was like made know. for a made for, for like, movie. basic cable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Know, they, there were definitely scenes where it's like, hey, we're gonna help out the TV guys so that when they pay, play this during daytime, they can edit less out. There you go. So, babe, would you recommend this movie? Honestly, I would. It's fun. Yeah. It's easy, and yeah, it's a movie like. I don't know, say you're uh, trying to catch fish in your uh, Animal Crossing game, and you just need something on in the background. It's oddly specific. (laughs) Mean. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. (gasps) When we come back, we have more beer. Yeah. Fun facts. Woo! And what we learn from Kiss of Death. He left his home in America, to the streets of Hong Kong, and conquered all challengers at Kumite. Then he mastered cybernetic robotics on himself. These make me more powerful, more faster. He was also named world's greatest lover seven years in a row before retiring, then devised a simple cocktail that cured cancer. The secret is the right mix of brandevin, coconut water, and blue curacao. He was revered as a god, and every earthly desire was bestowed upon the champion. President Dukes, your hot tub is prepared for your state of the world address. 
We have found technology that gives us limitless energy from our sense of self-worth. World peace by all major religion now worshiping Amazon Prime and its incredible offerings and benefits. And cured world hunger by making insect protein taste like bacon and eggs. Everything is incredible. But now one challenger has appeared to destroy everything himself. I have come from the future to end yours. My God, he's your exact double, but twice the size. And who knows how much stronger. Is that a rocket in his pants or some sort of ICBM defense system? Jesus, Harold and Kumar Christ. Even his splits can do splits. There's simply no defense against that. Mr. President, we must negotiate a treaty with you from the future. No, no treaty, no retreat, no surrender. I'm gonna kick that Samababitch ass so hot that the next me wannabe is gonna feel it. Wait, is that right? Whoop! 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 This is the most incredible final fight ever! What? Now they're going through the walls and are fighting in the streets! Ooh, that Ford Transit just got crushed and split in half! That's some serious Van Damage. Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. In his Academy Award nominated role. Based on about as true a story of Bloodsport. You can never beat me. Ha! You're wrong. I beat myself twice a day. Double dudes. Hi, this is Johnny C. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. They get better every week. Ah, she said it. And ah. we are far too sober to continue doing this. Oh, we really are. That was a, that was a lot of talking. And we didn't even get drunk. We had non-alcoholic root beer. Oh, dear God. So we have from Uinta Brewing, the 801 Pilsner, representing... Ooh. Don't even know what all of this is, but it's 5% alcohol by volume. That's what's important. So let me pop yeah. my top. Oh! My top. Nice. And the pour. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is beautiful oh, and crystal clear. Wow. It's got a white foamy head, lots of tiny smooth bubbles. Tiny bubbles makes me happy. <laughs> oh, it smells wonderful. Mm, yeah. Nice and uh, lightly hoppy, not terribly malty. Yeah, just light little uh, little hop accent to it. Little uh, little earthy hops, I might. I would say. Yeah, a little um, bit of pininess to it. Excuse me, I'm going to go murder a cat. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Poe! Off! Thank you! But yeah, just nice, smooth, crystal clear beverage. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Pilsner. Yeah. Pilsner's Easy drinking great beer. in the summer. Great in the summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, when it's nice and hot out. Have this in the ice chest, pull it out. Mm -hmm. Cool yourself down with it. Just let it drip over you. Yeah. What? I'm sorry, I had a moment. Getting a little lightheaded <laughs> over here. Uh, would anybody be interested in any fun facts? Yeah. Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. All right. <clears throat> All right, Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> Eddie, what do you think the critics thought of Kiss of Death? Uh, well, that's a that's a great question. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's split, actually. I'm going to say like a 50-50 on this one. 
How about you, babe? Ooh, I don't think the critics liked this at all. I mean, we see all these actors as great actors, but so many of them are just character actors, really. Don't think the critics are going to like this. I'm going to say 32. This movie is certified fresh at 68% by the critics. <laughs> How? All right. All right. But the audience score is 37%. Yes. Hey. <laughs> it's, it's like half. Wow. <laughs> That's insane. How, what? Who the fuck were they talking to? What, what critics' reviews are they pulling up here? Well, it, it, again, it might have been the same because it was the same year leading Las Vegas was out. Uh, oh, yeah, this Nick Cage. Yeah. He's he's real method. Uh, yeah, they uh, they probably missed the boat on leaving Las Vegas and were like, shit, he's he's got awards now. And all the guys from Pulp Fiction, like, you know, Ving Rhames and uh, the other guy. <laughs> you know, the other guy. Sam Jackson. Yeah, that's Yeah, the, the other guy. <laughs> $40 million budget. Where? Wide gross. Where? Where yeah. did that fucking budget go to? $40 million? Are you kidding me? There were... I think they actually f- shot the movie in City Hall or in Sing Sing or something. Yeah, there were like but... three locations. There was not. I mean, I guess that one car did blow up really good. So that was kind of cool. Oh, but... yeah. Wow. A lot of, lot of asthma inhalers. I, don't know. I guess, yeah. A lot, of... a lot of lap dances being written off. A lot of 80s Red Bull. <laughs> But worldwide gross, $15 million. It is a floppity McFlop. Wow. So we're not going to see a kiss of death, too? I, probably not. At least not on that budget, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, David Caruso actually left NYPD Blue in order to film this movie and pursue a full-time film career. He was paid $1 million for this. And then, what, like Jade? And uh, then I think back to TV right after that. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Yeah, Jade, woof. In an interview, Nicolas Cage said he thought of Little Junior's personality as, quote, a big, horrible baby. I guess that makes sense, yeah. I mean, if that's that's your your motivation, big, horrible baby. Uh, this was the second film Nicolas Cage appeared in 1995. The other was his Academy Award winning role in Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, he also got really beefed up for this role, working out extensively, as Eddie mentioned, uh, and would later do it again for Con Air. Much better yeah. movie. Woo! <laughs> Eddie, Izzy, yes. what did we learn from Kiss of Death? Uh, Eddie, would you like to start us off? Sure. So I learned a few things from Kiss of Death, but I think the most important thing I learned is that you need an acronym. I mean, you, you've just got to somehow be able to to summarize everything that that uh, your, your ethos uh, effectively. So uh, I mean, popularly on social media, I'm I am known as Eddie the Axe. So let's go with Axe. Okay. So okay. A will go with awesome. X will go with xylophone because that's the only word I can think of. So I'm an awesome xylophone. And E, I think we'll go with eater. I'm awesome at eating xylophones. <laughs> Ooh, uh, awesome xylophone enthusiast. Awesome xylophone Ooh. enthusiast. Yeah, okay. I'll take that one too. So, uh, yeah, I, I basically learned what you need to do is be able to summarize your ethos up into... Some stupid acronym that's only three characters. And and I also learned cocaine is bad. 
<laughs> okay, it's bad for you. How about you, Rizzy? Uh, I learned that uh, you can get high as fuck off of inhalers, apparently. And no matter where you are, the cops don't give two fucks about a stolen car. <laughs> Mine's been stolen like three times now. Cops didn't give two shits. That's true. <laughs> Same car, by the way. It keeps coming back as wow. well. <laughs> it's like a bad penny. No. <laughs> uh, I learned everybody's got a reason to lie. <laughs> and uh, you know what your problem is? You're a liberal. <laughs> yeah so eddie thank you so much for joining us oh, here yes. on everything oh my pleasure my pleasure anytime uh, i understand you also have a new podcast yeah i absolutely do have a new podcast that's coming out um so at the time that this is airing there should be a few episodes of it out but it's very similar uh i guess what would be the best way to explain this if you like to hear me talk and if you... Why wouldn't you? Well, of course. And if you uh, enjoy horror as a genre, then go ahead and go on your internet box or your internet cell phone connected device and look for The Bloody Bits Horror Show. And you can find that anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, at, excellent, excellent. Yeah, yeah. At Bloody Bits on the uh, on the Twitter. Um, we'll have done a few episodes by now. Like I said, we did one on A Nightmare on Elm Street. We've got They Live coming up very soon and a few more. Yeah. Oh, any, uh, any special guests on They Live? Well, we'll have to find out. I think it's a mystery, right, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Bloody Bits Podcast. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a spoiler. It's actually these two people that host a podcast called the Everything I Learned From Movies Podcast. That's right, guys. Oh, my God, it's us. Oh, that's us. <laughs> Talk about John Carpenter. That never happens. Oh, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck oh, yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, check it out, everybody. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus as a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm especially over at Etsy, where, uh, let's see, this coming out in August. So yeah, I'll have uh, all kinds of fun stuff up in there, because I got into the fabulous show Craft Lake City. I'll be doing uh, live events and all of that, and even if this comes out afterwards, I'll have all kinds of uh, new products, good promos going on, so stay tuned. I think this will actually be coming out, so it'll be this weekend, August <gasps> uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th. Is that right? That sounds about right. Yeah, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, uh, Craft Lake City, where you can yeah. check out a virtual booth. So yeah, they're going fully virtual because uh, we live in the uh, the after after times now. Yep. But what's cool is they're actually giving me a little virtual gallery where uh, you jump in. It's a Mozilla Hubs thing. Uh, your little avatar can jump in. Up to twenty five people can be at the in the room at a time. I'll have my art displayed on the little virtual walls, and I can give little virtual talks. Yep. And if you missed that for whatever reason, yeah, untidyvenus.etsy.com. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, babe, hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. uh, let's say. There's this weird smell emanating from the office of my junkyard, and I'm not sure why. Hmm. Uh, I did notice a couple uh, garbage bags lying around. but Okay, well, I would take those out. Yeah, well, uh, those are gone. They, they were smelling horrible. But, okay. Uh, is there some way I can make it feel a little, a little fresher, a little cleaner, more inviting to customers? Absolutely. I would probably get myself a, uh, a essential oil diffuser and head over to frankieandmer.com where they do aromatherapy made fun. You can, uh, 
you can add some, you know, maybe some good, like, earthy and woodsy notes with a little bit of a live in the good life. Or mm. live in the wood life. Yeah. Over there at frankiemmer.com. It's got cedar, a little bit of patchouli for earthiness, some vanilla. Mm. So it's got, it's like sweet and cedary. Um, it'll really give that professional air, you know, like rich mahogany. Ooh, nice. Yeah, and help uh, cover up some of that funk. Well... I, I don't think I should be telling you this, but uh, I'm really in deep to this guy named Little Junior Brown, so I don't have Ooh. a lot of money. Is there a way I could save some if I went to frankiemur.com to buy these wonderful products? Yeah, I would use a promo code VENUS at checkout like the goddess. You'll save 15% off the order, and you'll help this podcast out, and orders over $35 ship free. Mm. Oh, nice. That's frankieandmur.com, promo code VENUS. Yeah. And of course, you can hit us up at everything I learned from movies on all the major podcatchers. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I, I learned, learned from, from movies. movies. And again, check out Bloody Bits Horror Podcast starring Eddie the Axe. And, uh, you know, special guests as well. <laughs> so, yeah, until uh, next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. And I'm Eddie. And this is. Everything, Everything I learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. Yeah! That was exactly how I was going to end the episode anyway. <laughs> <in> post, <laughs> nice. <so. laughs>